Katie, for over two decades, you have marked your own territory as a powerful woman. You have carved your own path, simultaneously creating opportunities for others. When did you first realize that language has power? And how did your passion for journalism stem out? So that language has power is something that I think I always knew, but I became acutely aware of that call in later years. Because I think as you mature, so you realize the real power of language and words. And I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that journalism is about language, it's about words, it's about meaning, it's about getting a deeper understanding. And even the smallest word that may appear on the surface to be innocent actually might have a totally different meaning to some people. And it's been so important for me in my career, especially in South Africa, to understand that some words are not just innocent, but actually they've got power, they can be dangerous, they can be harmful, and, and that actually they can be very, very hurtful. And, and that's a space that I've really enjoyed learning in, because it has been about learning. I've always had a passion for news and for journalism. To a large degree, I can actually credit my mom for that. You know, I remember driving to school in the morning and all the other kids would tell us that they were listening to, I think it was Radio 5 at the time. We listened to talk radio driving to school. And news and information became a critical part of who I was always. And you know, Paul, in later years, I actually went back to my parents' home and to my old bedroom, and I found cuttings of newspapers, of big events, newspaper headlines. If there was ever a big moment, I would cut it out and just stick it in a folder. And I'd completely, completely forgotten about that. But going back, I realized, wow, I obviously had uh, a passion and a love for news and journalism for a from a very, very young age. So yes, it has certainly been a calling in my life. You have trained, mentored and inspired a generation of reporters and editors in South Africa who went on to win countless journalism awards. Has the pandemic reshaped the journalism field and have we witnessed a collapse in traditional journalism as we know it? I think that's such a critical point and such a critical question. I'll tell you why. Because especially with COVID, there's been a lot of fake news. There's been a lot of misinformation uh, that has been doing the round. So what is our role we have to ask ourselves as media and as mainstream media? And of course, there's also a narrative, which I completely disagree with, about what, um, you know, don't believe what the mainstream media says. I think Think that's complete nonsense um, if I do say so myself because it's not just about believing every Facebook post it's not about believing every social media post and everything that comes from a large array where you're not necessarily sure who is the source of that is that accurate has it been verified completely so I'll often come across posts this is what the media won't show you this is what the media won't tell you and I think well what work have you done to actually verify that and to actually research that so it's important to us that we get a plurality of voices and a diversity of views in the research that we're doing to constantly bring to our audience and in my case a television audience that is exposed and and to whom we can tell the absolute truth because that is critical those ultimately call are the fundamentals of journalism truth ethical journalism responsible journalism being fair because yes we all talk about media freedom but with those freedoms 
come an enormous sense of responsibility and we've got to own that responsibility. So we cannot also be reckless as members of the media. In 2013, you authored the highly successful book, I'm Missing News, When Hard News and Parenting Collide. What did you want readers to take away from your book? First and foremost, I wanted them to enjoy the book. I wanted them to get a bit of an insight into um, these two worlds, this crazy, fast-paced, 24-7 world of news, and then, of course, how one balances that when, you know, the world of news is is not your primary focus. Um, and, and what I did was I asked some other journalists, female journalists, um, in their careers who've had you know, what I believe to be hugely successful careers locally and internationally, if they could also contribute a little chapter each and and share with our with our readers and share with the readers exactly how they balanced it. Because I tell you, Paul, 24-7 news is ruthless. It's absolutely ruthless. You don't know when a story will break, what requirements will be made of you, how you need to rush back uh, to the office or to cover the story. So firstly, I wanted the readers to enjoy it. And secondly, it was really important to be able to say to all career women, actually, not just those in media, that it's okay. We'll make mistakes in either field, whether we're at home or at work. It's fine. Our mistakes don't define us, though. It's not what brings us to our knees that is going to be our legacy, but it's how we get up from that, what we learn from that, and how ultimately we'll move on. Nala Media, a company you co-founded with two media colleagues, is a fresh voice in the industry that serves democracy, it enriches diversity and deepens understanding. Tell us about that. So in terms of Nala Media, this was my project after I left um, Prime Media, I was there for a very long time. Nala Media came about, it was the it was the brainchild of, of three very dear friends, um, me and another two women. And it's about just creating a different voice in South Africa when it comes to media. It's about growing and mentoring and creating amazing content. So I'm really excited because we're about to launch phase two of Nala Media very soon. And that is the launch of the Nala Academy. And this is a project that is very much a passion project for all of us because it's about taking all of our passions around the industry, around journalism and saying, okay, we've all been around for a while, several decades between us. How are we going to grow the next generation? of journalists, of photographers, of content creators who are going to be able to, to tell beautiful stories, not just in South Africa, but in Africa and, and hopefully in the rest of the world. So we're really, really pleased about uh, the launch of, of the Nala Academy. And it's work that we've been doing for a long time anyway. You know, it's the training, it's the mentoring, it's the growing that has already been happening. It's now just under the Nala Academy umbrella. My wishes for 2022 for South Africa, for Cyprus, for Greece, are actually all the same. I wish tolerance, I wish peace, I wish understanding, I wish justice for each and every person in every one of those countries.